Welcome back around the campfire, my friends. It seems we're once again chasing the boogeyman of the Southwest, the seemingly elusive and downright terrifying Skimwalker. Welcome back to the swamp, my friends. It's good to see you made it back for another episode. Today I'm going to be sharing some creepy and allegedly true Skimwalker horror stories sent in by viewers just like you. As always, if you have a story that you would like to share in a future video, be sure to submit it at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. I'd love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp. It's stories like yours that truly help keep this show going. Now, let's get into these creepy and allegedly true Skimwalker Horror Stories. This is the story of when I had an encounter with what I assumed to be a skimwalker. In December of 2018, me and my mother had been shoveling the porch and driveway when I saw a silhouette move quickly out of the corner of my eye. It kind of looked like a deer, so I did not say anything to my mom at first. Nothing else seemed suspicious, except for the fact that its front legs looked weird, and it seemingly walked weird too. It was also dark out, so I could not really tell further features of the animal, so I was trying to put it in the back of my head as me just being creeped out for no reason. Then, this thing stood up on two legs. It let out an ear-piercing scream. I was terrified. I looked at my mother who was looking at me with a look that confirmed that I was not seeing or hearing things. When I looked back, this thing was suddenly gone. It's like it just vanished in thin air. The next day, I went out to the general area to where I saw it and saw deer footprints, but they were different. As they went further into the tree line, they turned into human hand and footprints, but this was the first encounter with that thing. About eight months later in August, I was walking home from school and looked over to the forest to my left. I did this every so often, because if by chance, you could see some deer in the field grazing. I look over and immediately wish I did not. I saw a half-deer, half-man thing stand up in the middle of a group of deer. Now that I really think back on it, it reminds me a bit of that scene from Percy Jackson, where the Minotaur gets up in the middle of a herd of cows and charges at them. Back to my story, though. So, me and it are looking at each other, and like the last time I saw the similar creature, it let out this weird scream, like an elk mixed with the souls of hell. My blood quickly ran ice cold. I book it back to my house and see it running towards me. I say screw it and run to the nearest person's house and knock vigorously on their door. A man in his late 20s, early 30s opens the door and immediately ushers me in. He asks me what the hell I'm doing alone in the middle of rural Michigan. So, I tell him about that thing that was chasing me. Suddenly, we see a silhouette of a man-like figure that could be at least 8 feet tall if I had to guess, standing at the window. Luckily for us, it could not see in the window, since all the blinds were closed, so we stayed quiet until this thing left. Not trusting that it actually left, the guy let me call my mother, and she came to pick me up. It was definitely a weird experience. My mother was infinitely worried for my mental being and paid for a therapist and drove me to school from then on. This confused me, since I lived in an enclosed Michigan community and have never heard or seen anything like that. After doing some research, I learned about the Dogman and Skimwalkers and other cryptids, which seem to mostly live in the West, but apparently they've been spotted in southern and eastern Michigan, which scared me even further. I am 14 now, and it still infects my nightmares. So my first Skimwalker encounter happened after listening to stories on your show. 
I was skeptical until my first camping trip with my older brother, we decided to check out this mountain trail that we have never been on before. So we make our way there. It's a two hour car ride. This was in California, by the way. So we get to the camping area and decide to head towards the trail through this mountain to go smoke some weed. My brother already was drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels. So we hike into the trail for about 20 minutes or so since the weed we had was very loud. It was so loud I had to turn down my music so I could see better, you know what I mean? We smoke and begin to set up one of those Boy Scout style tents and start a fire to make smokes and hot links. It got dark as we did all the camping requirements my brother said with a smug smile. He was drunk but not throwing up drunk. So we eat and talk about our favorite anime, Demon Slayer. And as the weed began to take effect, we decided to fall asleep. Sometime around 2 a.m., I hear my mother's voice coming from outside of the tent. I fully knew that my mother was over two hours away. I woke up my brother. It took a little bit because he was pretty drunk. He mumbles, what, do you have to go pee? Until I tell him I hear mom outside and he listens and just says, what the hell? My brother has a concealed gun. He loves to carry it. He rushes up and dashes out of the tent and starts screaming, Whoever's messing with us, I'm armed. Don't mess with us or I'll shoot. The sound we hear right after that is something that'll be in my mind forever. It was like a woman screaming mixed with what I can only guess a bear's roar would sound like. My brother drunk does the dumbest thing possible. He shoots in four directions, which is the stupid, most dangerous thing I know. Realizing what he did, he tells me we need to get our stuff and leave. With a shaky voice, I was already scared and terrified and just agreed with him. It was not normal to see my big brother so shaken up either. This man got into a fight with three guys and only walked away with a black eye and skin knuckles. He was not scared of anything, so we packed up the camp and began walking, or I should say running, to his car. We loaded up faster than I can even click on one of your videos. As we got in the car, I see this pale figure with yellow eyes behind the trees and I realized I cannot talk and begin to cry quietly. My brother did not seem to notice. I slowly grab his arm and and he sees it too. We just looked there, a bit confused. This thing is just standing there at the edge of the tree line. It was pretty tall, honestly. We drive all night to get back home, not saying anything for at least two hours. We get home around 5 or 6 a.m., and neither of us said a word as we walk inside and go to our rooms. The next day, I tell him about a skimwalker, and I introduced him to your channel. He just decided to do his own research. About a week ago, I started hearing really loud, scratching noises outside of my room at night. I was too scared to look out my window, and too scared to even, you know, call my brother for help. The scratching eventually stopped. I'm not sure how long it lasted, but it's done this about two or three times now. I do not know what it is. I don't know if skinwalkers do this type of thing, but from all the stories I've heard you share, I think that my story might be in line with this. I will let you know if it comes back again. I have set up my webcam pointing down outside my window just in case something comes by. Hi, my name is Kylie, and I have a lot of stories from my encounters with what I assume are skimwalkers and other supernatural creatures. The one I wanted to share with you today is about my first experience with what I believe to be a skimwalker. So, this all begins when I was over at my boyfriend's house. At the time, we were just hanging out and enjoying each other's company. Eventually, I realized that I needed to get going home. So I said my goodbyes and started walking out to my car. As I walked out into the driveway, I got the strangest feeling that something was watching me. So I start to walk a bit faster, and that is when I saw it. At first, I had absolutely no idea what it was. It was standing in front of my car looking at me. This thing 
This creature was downright massive, easily about seven or eight feet tall if I had to give an educated guess. It had these terrifying red eyes that still haunt my dreams. Also, it had long fingers that almost looked more claw-like than a hand. This thing was skinny and looked malnourished like it had not eaten in months. I honestly had no idea as what to do in this situation. It is not like you run into the boogeyman on a normal day. I obviously didn't want to look away from this thing, as I was terrified that it would kill me, so I just stared at it, practically mesmerized, for what easily felt like hours. Just a few minutes go by, and this thing starts slowly inching its way closer to me. At this point, I began to shake like a leaf in the wind. I had no idea if I was going to be mauled or even worse, be killed. The thing got closer to the light, and I was finally able to see what this thing truly looked like was absolutely horrified as it looked directly into my eyes. It let out a demonic scream and ran away inhumanly fast. The moment it ran out of sight, I ran to my car and started driving home as fast as I possibly could. After a few moments of driving, I realized that this thing was now following me. So I called my brother and told him what had happened, and he said he knew exactly what this thing was. He said it was a skimwalker, and he told me exactly what I needed to do. He said that he would stay on the phone with me, and that he would be outside with a gun, waiting. And when I got home, it stopped following me. But it was still close by. I think that it's been following me ever since, just outside of my eyesight. I never feel safe anymore. Can anybody please give me some advice down in the comments below as what to do? Hey Swamp Folk, today's video has been once again sponsored by my good friends over at Audible. If you're not familiar with Audible, Audible is the world's largest provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. At Audible, you can find the world's largest selection of audiobooks. There are thousands upon thousands of epic titles going from comedy, romance, suspense, true crime, science fiction, fitness, wellness, pretty much anything you could possibly want to look into. It's all there. Not only that, Audible also has awesome stuff like all of your favorite podcasts, all right there as well. So not only can you get your favorite audiobook titles, but you can also listen to your favorite podcasts all in one app. Plus, new members can try Audible Plus for 30 days absolutely free. I absolutely love Audible, and recently, I've been listening to American Predator, the hunt for the most meticulous serial killer of the 21st century, written by Maureen Callahan and narrated by Amy Landon. Honestly, this is an epic nine-hour-long audio production. It's won the best book of 2019, 10 books that you need to read in July on the Washington Post and has landed on several other publications. A lot of people know about Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and many other notorious serial killers, but a lot of people don't know about Israel Keys. Keys would go to remote locations all over the countries, usually state and national parks, and choose his victims. Be sure to visit audible.com swamped or text swamped to 500-500 to join me in listening to American Predator and thousands of other titles on audible.com. Once again, that's audible.com slash swamped, or text swamped to 500-500. Now, back to the stories. I believe I saw what a lot of people call a not-deer or a skimwalker last fall. I figured this was a good place to share this since I see the term not-deer tied in with skimwalkers and other similar creatures fairly often. There is not a lot to the story, but it has stuck with me, and every time I think back on it, I feel uneasy. I live in Colorado in a mountain town south of Denver. The road I live off of is a winding back road through a valley. One side of the road is right against rock, steep like a wall in some places, and more sloping in others, and the other side kind of drops off into the valley. Also, it might be worth noting, 
that the mountain on the other side of the valley is a huge burn site with nothing but skeleton trees. I have heard a couple of stories that take place near these burn sites, so maybe there is some correlation. This was probably around late August, maybe even early September. I was driving home late around maybe 1am. I know this road very well, and all the curves. It's like a second nature to me, so I was going a decent speed and probably was not being as actively aware of my surroundings as I should have been, especially since deer and elk are very common here. Anyway, I was coming up on the last curve before my street, and I saw a deer standing on the side of the road. This deer was standing completely still, facing the rock wall. That's not too strange, I guess, but there was something unnatural in its stillness. The fact that it was just staring straight into the rock, Nowhere it could go, nowhere it could hide was just odd to me, but what has stuck with me is the feeling I immediately got upon seeing it. Just this ungodly pit in my stomach. It felt like my heart stopped, and this was not this oh crap the deer on the side of the road surprised me kind of stomach pit. This was an absolute feeling of dread, of terror. It also seemed like there was something just off about the deer. For the life of me, I cannot picture it in my head or pinpoint what it was, but something proportion-wise was wrong. Like maybe its legs were a little too long or its torso was stretched out, I'm not entirely sure. I did not have time to really react other than just slow down a bit as I just kept driving. As I rounded the curve, I literally could not take my eyes off the rearview mirror, and the thing did not move at all. Not a flinch, nothing. Just stone still. Even after it was behind the curve and I could not see it anymore, I could not peel my eyes off the rearview mirror. I pulled into the garage and hit the garage door closed before I had even parked. When I got out of the car, I could not stop myself from running up the stairs. I could not shake the feeling of dread like I was in danger. I'm not by any means superstitious. I like stories about cryptids and I think they are super interesting, but I have never actually believed in any of that stuff. But since that night, as short-lived as that encounter was, if there is even anything supernatural about it, I think I am now a full-on believer. I know in my gut that that was just not a normal deer. It is also worth noting that after I told my friend who was visiting about the experience, she also admitted that the year before when she visited for the first time, she felt a similar dread in the pit of her stomach as we approached that same exact spot. It seems like the term not deer is rather new, and there are not a whole lot of stories and sightings of them, but from what I have read, I am led to believe that is what I saw that night, and they are eerily similar to skimwalkers and tall deer and such stories like that. This took place just a few years ago. I was in my late teens driving home at about 10pm. This was a typical shift for me, and I was not too tired. I know exactly what I saw that night. I lived somewhat out in the country, far enough to be on septic, but close enough to be on the county's water system. It was not irregular to see wildlife at night. Elk, deer, barn cats, and even occasionally dogs. I've been living here for quite a few years at this point. During this specific time, one neighbor had a bad habit of letting his dog run free on the side of the road. I love animals, so I would always pull over and call the number on his collar and get him back to his owner. Anyways, I am driving home. I'm nearly about one block away and maybe three turns total from my house. I see this figure out of the corner of my eye. It looks like a medium-sized dog at first. I roll down my window, turn down my music, and start calling out to this dog. Hey, sweetie, come here. It seemed very shy, as it would not look at me, and its body language was very timid. I kept trying to speak sweetly to it to let it know that I was not a threat. It looked a little skinny, seemed to have short gray hair. I really wanted to see if I could help it, maybe find its owner or get it somewhere safe and fed. It finally responds to my sweet talk and turns to face me. My stomach instantly dropped. 
This is probably going to sound crazy, but it had a human face. The best way I could describe it was that of a Teletubby. I really wish there was another way to describe it for the sake of my credibility, but it just had no distinctive features, and its head was still shaped like a dog. It did not make any faces, any noises, and it did not speak either. I was so taken aback and surprised that I screamed, what the hell, and sped off. I was even more scared because my house has a gate that I need to open to get inside, and I did not know if this thing was following me or anything. I never did look back, and it did not appear to be chasing me after when I sped off. I feel bad about it to this day. I wish I did not react the way I did, but I do not know if I was in danger or what. Seeing something like that, something you cannot explain is the hardest thing to try and express via text. I do not know how to further explain it, but I really cannot stress enough how it did not make any facial expressions, noises, speech, or anything. At the end of the day, I was the one going out of my way to mess with it, and I was out of pocket in doing so. I have not seen the thing since. I just honestly wish I could change how I reacted, and I really wonder about it all the time. I did some mild internet research afterwards, and I have not been able to find any experiences that resemble exactly what I saw that night, and it's really making me feel nuts. Maybe it was something slightly different than a skimwalker, but that's the closest thing that I can think of. I just wanted to submit my story. This is a true story that happened to me when I was around 11 years old, and I don't care who believes it or not. I was home alone with my older brother and sister. My parents were not home at the time. I cannot remember where they went, but I guess that's not really important. My sister was in her bedroom, and my brother was on his computer a couple of rooms away. I was in the living room by myself. We have a lot of dogs, but for some reason, only one of them was outside. I don't remember what led up to me going outside to let her in, but I think it was about to start raining or something along those lines. Our garage leads to our backyard, so I go into the garage and out to the yard, so I'm standing in the doorway. I don't see my dog anywhere. Our yard is two acres, so I thought nothing of it at first. I step a little bit further out of the doorway and look for her. Her name is Chloe. That will be important to the story in just a minute. We have this big concrete block outside the garage doorway, acting as a sort of step as our garage is slightly elevated. I step out of the doorway, now standing on the concrete, and call out her name. Chloe, I don't see her anywhere. This was very unusual for her, as she's very sweet and a very energetic dog, and always comes running when she so much as sees you. She would always come when called. I called her name again and again, but I still don't see or hear her. I'm slightly confused at this point, but then I hear what sounds like clapping, like clapping you do when you're calling a dog. I stiffen tightly. It sounds like it's coming from the other side of the house. After it stops, I slowly step off the concrete block and onto the grass and look at the side of the house where I heard the clapping. There was absolutely no one or nothing there. None of our neighbors were even outside, and they're pretty far away, so I don't think I would hear them clapping unless it was very, very loud. I was really scared at this point. The clapping was just so clear. There was no way I could have imagined it. I take a couple steps back, closer to the concrete, ready to make a run for it. I call out for my dog one more time, not wanting to leave her out there. Chloe! A couple of seconds later, the clapping starts back up again. I'm terrified at this point. I don't have any clue what this is. Then, I swear to God, I hear a man's voice. I'm a girl, so it couldn't have obviously been me echoing, very clearly saying my dog's name, Chloe. It sounded like it was coming from the field by my yard. I didn't recognize the voice at all. I had heard a bunch of my neighbors speak before, and that was definitely not any of them. It sounded pretty close by, 
but definitely far enough that it wasn't immediate danger. The voice sounded almost mocking, like it was making fun of me. It was as if the voice was amused by my obvious fear and was mocking me. Only a few seconds after I heard that voice, Chloe comes running up to me from the other side of the yard. I swear I would have been able to see her. I grab her and run inside and lock the door behind me. I sit on the couch in the living room, scared out of my mind. My sister was still in her room, and my brother still on his computer, none the wiser. I was alone in the room, except for a few dogs, trying to make sense of what had just happened. After some time, my parents finally get home and I tell them what happened. No one believes me. The only person who even remotely believed me was my mother, clearly seeing how distressed I was about the whole situation. If I had to guess, I would say it has to be a skimwalker, but all I know for sure is that it was very scary. Thanks for listening to these creepy and allegedly true skimwalker horror stories sent in by viewers just like you. If you enjoyed these stories, please be sure to hit that like button as it helps me out a ton. The more likes this gets, the more YouTube promotes it in their algorithm. If you're listening to this on iTunes or another podcast platform, please give this episode a 5-star rating as it helps me out a ton over there. If you're new to the swamp, why not join us? Hit that subscribe button and be sure to turn on notifications as I upload almost every single day on all things natural and supernatural. And you're not going to want to miss an episode. If you have a story that you would like to share in a future video, whether it's an encounter with a skimwalker or something else, be sure to submit it at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. I'd love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp. It's stories like yours that truly help keep this show going on a daily basis. If you're on the go and want to download and bring your favorite Swamp Dweller Scary Stories with you wherever you are, but don't have YouTube Premium, you can download them absolutely free from iTunes, Spotify, Ditcher Radio, and just about everywhere else you find your favorite podcast online. And as I said, it's absolutely free to do so. If you would like to support the Swamp outside of hitting that like button, subscribing, and giving us a 5-star rating on iTunes, maybe check out the merch store. I have everything from t-shirts to face masks to hoodies and more. I'd love to see you guys wearing some cool swamp threads. Be sure to join me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and everywhere else, and I'll see you guys soon with another creepy video.